Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. I'm going to be doing a mini-review of Mother, Darren Aronofsky's film, which came out in 2017. This film stars Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris, Michelle Pfeiffer, Donald Gleason, Brian Gleason, and Kristen Wiig. This film has very mixed reviews from both critics and audiences alike. It has a 6.6 on IMDb, which is pretty good, a 68% Rotten Tomatoes score for critics, a 51% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and then a 75% Metacritic score, which is its best score out of all of them. So clearly, audiences did not enjoy this film to be a rotten audience score, and critics barely liked it just getting over rotten. And also, the IMDb is pretty low. Anything below a 7 for an IMDb rating is just like not that impressive for a film. If you're in the 7 area for a movie, that means the movie is really liked by everyone. And it's when you're in the 8 area for a movie, that means it's a loved movie. So below 7, it's not very not great for a film. And for many reasons, but I'll give a quick rundown of it. It's about a young woman who spends her days renovating the Victorian mansion that she lives in with her husband in the countryside. When a stranger knocks on the door one night, he becomes an unexpected guest in their home. Later, his wife and two children also arrive to make themselves welcome. However, terror soon strikes when the beleaguered wife tries to figure out why her husband is so seemingly friendly and accommodating to everybody but her. Now, this movie has terrific performances from Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem, as well as the other supporting actors, although they don't have as much screen time or as much to do, but uh, these two are really terrific. Jennifer Lawrence, uh, it's an amazing performance. She didn't get nominated because the film wasn't well-received, but I think that she should de- definitely should have been nominated for an Oscar, uh, even could have won one. I wouldn't have, been, I wouldn't have minded her winning an Oscar for this performance because she goes through so much in this film. It's such a wide range of emotions. It's just a really raw... Uh, unnerving, authentic, really freewheeling performance, and she just really did some sensational. Some say she really did some sensational work in this film, and it's the a testament to you know her talent as an actor. You know she she start she started with Winter's Bone, Hunger Games. She kind of became the biggest star in the world, and I think a lot of people even now maybe underestimate her talents as an actor because she really is one of the best working today. She can do anything in terms of acting, and I think that she's just uh, 
has endless talent as a as an actor. And Javier Bardem being one of the best actors alive as well. Both Oscar winners. And Darren Aronofsky, what I like about his movies is he does what he wants. He doesn't he doesn't follow like studios or blockbusters. Like I, I think that his films are so unique because they're they're so true to himself as an artist and his visions and storytelling. They're they're all very unique and they're all original. You know, he doesn't do properties. He just likes to do his own thing, and I really respect that. And his movies are very challenging. They always have been, from Pi uh, to uh, The Fountain to this to Black Swan. You could say The Wrestler is his most traditional film and uh, uh, least metaphorical film. It's very just like realism and uh, authenticity. Uh, Black Swan is one of my favorite movies, and it's just an uh, unbelievable movie. And then Mother, I think it's also a really terrific film. And I'll go into why I think it's got so many mixed reviews, and it is definitely uh, because of Aronofsky's storytelling. Uh, This movie, it's confusing, and it's very confusing if you don't know what it's about. And I think that a lot of audiences, they watched the film and were like, what the fuck even happened? Like, what is all this madness? And I'm going to – I'll spoil the film because I think that if you watch this movie knowing what it's about and what Aronofsky is doing, it makes the movie better. Whereas if you watch this blind without knowing the uh, intentions, you're kind of like, what the hell is going on? Because what happens essentially is Jennifer Lawrence plays uh, – no one has a name in this movie. And she, she plays the mother, and her house she, – she loves her new house that she's been working on renovating, and her husband – uh, the poet, Javier Bardem's character, he's a writer, and he's struggling to write. And then suddenly, um, their world, their little bubble gets upended by a man who enters. Ed Harris plays him. Um, he becomes intrusive and uh, kind of like mysterious and dangerous, and she's frightened of him. And then, and then his wife comes along, and then their children come along, and from there, chaos ensues. I mean, everything from you know the children, the two boys, they. Um, their two sons, they fight over uh, envious reasons because of their father's will. One of them kills the other. And then from there, we get to crowds begin swarming the area because after her pregnancy, the poet uh, is inspired to finish finish his writing, and he writes what seems to be either a poem or a book, but it could. Uh, we'll, I'll get more into that later. And then his fans start invading the place and, and taking over, destroying their home, um, so it seems as though hundreds of years, like months and months and even years pass by in a matter of days. And all this chaos eventually leads into the destruction of the home and the destruction of, you know, they, the, she gives birth to a child and the child, it's, it's worshipped and then the child is destroyed and eaten. And it's, it's the child's blood is, and body is passed from person to person and they all eat from it. And the entire house eventually burns down, and uh, it's a crazy, chaotic, unbelievable second half of this film that just never stops or lets up, and it's just absolute madness and chaos and destruction. And then the movie ends, um, and then Javier Bardem's poet pulls out a, a beautiful, like giant gem from within Jennifer Lawrence's burnt body, and it's he places it on a mantelpiece. And actually, that's how the movie opens. So now I'll get into what it's all about because the movie opens with that same gem um, being placed on the mantelpiece by the poet and, and the burnt destroyed home is repaired and um, 
returns to its original clean form. And then Jennifer Lawrence's mother wakes up. So the entire film, Mother, is just – it's an allegory of uh, the Bible uh, and Earth, uh, the Old Testament, New Testament, and Earth itself. So the story plays out in many of the main stories, like many of the main stories of the Bible. And also uh, the house represents Earth and its destruction by human beings. So the way to watch this film is to understand – that the house is Earth, um, Jennifer Lawrence is Mother Nature, and then Javier Bardem plays God, and then all the other characters play different characters from the stories of the Bible. And so Mother Earth repairing Earth uh, and renovating the house is her you know, healing the Earth itself, and uh, uh, the Earth is full of beauty. It's a beautiful home. It's a beautiful Earth. Uh, there's so much to it, and it has everything you need. And then humans come in. Uh, pop overpopulate, destroy, burn, pillage, uh, and just destroy the earth. And that's what Aronofsky's trying to say. Part of what he's trying to say with this film of humans destroying the earth for resources. Like this is why people in the film tear the house apart. That's why uh, they burn things. That's why they they take everything they can. They they don't share. Um, they don't listen to her. When, Jer- when mother is begging them to leave or begging them to stop or begging or, or asking them why these random strangers are just walking into the house and then stealing things or destroying walls or burning rooms, it's like it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for hum- humans on earth over time destroying, moving, destroying, uh, taking resources, you know, burning wood, cutting down trees, you know, ruining the wires. So many, so many things that human beings do to destroy and affect the earth negatively. This is a metaphor by the human, by people destroying the house. Now, the other, the, the biblical metaphors are actually pretty laid out. Once you understand what he's saying, it's pretty easy to see. So, Mother Nature has a relationship with God, and it's this agreement they have. It's a marriage, and you know they love each other. It's because God, you could say, created the earth. In this story. God created the earth and loves the earth, and it's it's this really interesting idea of them having a marriage and a relationship, a, a husband and wife. And all she wants is to keep her house and her home beautiful and and full and a, a place where a family could thrive. And he is a creator. He's lost because he created the earth, but now he doesn't know what to do. He's a creator. He's, he's a, a god, and... He can't create, so he's struggling. He has writer's block. He's struggling to write, str- struggling to be a poet. And then eventually uh, a man comes into the house, Ed Harris, and Ed Harris plays Adam. It's not No one has a name in this movie, but he plays the character of Adam. Um, and then Michelle Pfeiffer plays his wife, who is Eve. Now Adam and Eve enter the home. Uh, they're intrusive. Uh, you could say this is them entering the Garden of, Good, uh, Garden of Eden. Uh, and Mother Nature doesn't like them there, that she feels they're intruding, she feels that they're a danger. But the poet, he sees creation in them. He, in, a way he, in a way, he created them. Allowing them to enter the home is him creating them, and he wants them there. He encourages them to be there. He tells them they can stay as long as they want. They start out, out as strangers entering their home unannounced to you know the poet wanting them to live there with him. And, and he feels indebted to them and, and loves them. Until eventually, uh, their temptation gets the best of them, and they dest- they accidentally destroy 
that uh, precious gem on the mantelpiece. And it's something that they were warned about multiple times. Don't touch it. Don't go inside of the, the poet's study without him being there. And they break it. Now, this is obviously a parallel to the Garden of Eden where um, the Adam and Eve bite from the apple, the forbidden fruit. Uh, they are unable to resist temptation. And then right after this, um, after they are kicked out of the study, uh, Mother finds them having sex in the den. This is the original sin, uh, uh, sex, you know. Uh, so within a few minutes, Aronofsky is showing the original sins of, of mankind, uh, temptation in, in original sin. And then their two sons show up, and it's played by the Gleason brothers, uh, Domhnall Gleason and Brian Gleason, who are Brendan Gleason's sons. And they are in a, a fight over the will of the father, who is clearly on his way out. He's very ill. And it seems as though uh, Donald Gleason's character has been cut out of the will, and he's very upset about it. And he and his brother begin fighting, and eventually Donald Gleason kills his brother, just bashes him in the head with an instrument, and then he runs away. This is the story of Cain and Abel. And so the original murder of human of mankind is displayed in this film. And then uh, eventually members of the family come together for a wake inside the home. And more and more people come causing Mother Earth, to, uh, Mother Nature to be feel very much in danger. And every time one of these moments happen in the film, um, her her being, which is part of the house, it begins being destroyed bit by bit every time these moments happen. And then eventually we get to things like uh, destruction. So like there's uh, when more and more people come during the wake, it turns into a party. And then eventually uh, the sink is broken by the people, which causes a flood. Now this is a, a, a parallel of the great flood in the Bible. Again, another allegory to a famous story in the Bible. And then... After this, uh, they kick everyone out, and then Mother Nature and Mother and the poet, uh, they get pregnant, and she's pregnant for some time, and she's very happy. She's going to be able to fill her house. All the people are gone, and this is a and we don't see anything for about six months or so, and things to be seem to be peaceful and calm. And then this is a parallel to the moments of God's disappearance in the Bible, of not being there for for the people, and then eventually. With the pregnancy, the poet gets the inspiration to continue writing, which is him continuing to create. And then this creates – and essentially he his book is published, and then this creates fandom and celebrity for him. And then fans bombard the house. They overwhelm them. They're taking photos. They want to ask him questions, and he loves it. He loves the attention, and whereas mother – is like get these people out of the house. Like, why are they here? I don't want them here. What we just let's just have the baby by ourselves. We don't need these people here. But the poet can't resist the attention he's getting or the celebrity he's garnered. And now these people who are obsessed with the poet after his writing, they are you know people who they're Catholics or Christians uh, who become uh, devoted to God. You know this. So he's created a religion and they're worshiping him. They're worshiping the religion. So it's the worshiping of God by people on earth. And so in a way, he created human beings to worship him uh, without even intending to do so. It just happened that way. And he is loving the worshiping. He loves the attention and he, he loves their devotion to him. And he, he can't resist it. And then this just leads into chaos. You know, the, the, the house gets overwhelmed and overtaken by all 
kinds of people, fights break out, um, battles, destruction. And, you know, these are, this is representative of wars throughout Earth and old religious battles and religious wars and uh, wars carried out in the name of different religions battling one another. And the chaos just overwhelms the house and the eventually um, the mother is barely surviving getting through um, all of these situations just uns- barely unscathed. And, you know, she's going through so much stress and pain and, and turmoil. And then eventually... Um, as she's nearing the birth of her child, the poet finds her and brings her uh, into a secluded room in the top of the house, uh, with under the protection of their worshippers. You know, it seems as though it, it, it's displayed as like cult-like people who are devoted to the poet and will do whatever he says. And under the protection inside the secluded room, uh, they they um, he helps her give birth to their child, and after the birth of the child. All the chaos stops inside the house, and everyone becomes quiet. They're all still there, but they become quiet. And uh, the poet, he wants to show the child to all the people. And mother's like, no, you're not touching my baby. I don't want them to see my child. Now, the baby represents Jesus, you know, God's son born on earth. And it's, you know, it's an immaculate conception. This is Jesus born from Mary. And it's the culmination of God and earth together. His only son born on earth. And eventually the mother, after waiting him out a couple of days, is unable to stop herself from falling asleep. And once she falls asleep, uh, the poet takes the baby to show him off to the people. And the people, at first they're in, devoted to him and in love with him. And they, they, they're like worshiping the child um, because it's the worshiping of Jesus. You know, it's the people who became devoted to him. But then that quickly turns into violence and destruction where the baby is taken, torn to pieces, and then uh, sacrificed. And then all the worshipers and, and fanatics, they begin eating his flesh. This is the eating of the body of Christ. So Jesus was slain, um, and then he, and then this created the religion um, based upon his, his life. And part of the tradition of you know going to a mass or, or the religion is the tradition of eating from the body of Christ. And this is what he's saying in this film, Aronofsky. They're eating the body of Christ right here. And also the, the sin of mankind is what killed Jesus. And then this evolves into even more chaos. Again, more allegories tied to the Bible. And instead of things slowing down again, they just get crazier and worse and more destructive until eventually because of all the destruction that humans have caused in the home, Mother Nature decides to fight back, and she decides to burn the entire house down. This is a metaphor for a plague, you know, uh, a giant flood, um, or, you know, a meteor hitting the earth. It's a a destructive event which would kill all mankind. And so she, she goes down to the furnace in the basement, sets it on fire, and the entire house explodes and burns up. All the people were killed. Uh, the only survivors are the poet and the mother who are burnt up. She's burnt up to a crisp, but she's still alive. And then the poet seems to be okay. And then he carries her into a, a quiet area. And then they they talk about what happened. And she, she tells him that she, she can't do it anymore. And he tells her, you still have love to give, which means the earth is still – it still survives. And it still has – It's the, the earth will always have more to give the beings on it 
uh, and there's still nutrients to, to have. There's still life that can be grown on earth and life that can thrive on earth. And then she agrees, and the metaphor f- for that is the love within her. And then the love is represented by the gem within her body, which the poet takes out of her torso, pulls out this the beautiful gem, and this is the earth, this is the mother's love, and you know this is the the life that Earth can provide, and he sets the gemstone back on his mantelpiece, and it basically resets the house just like the opening scene. All the burnt, crisp ash, darkness is immediately turned to its original state. It's clean, becomes a perfect looking house again, and then a different mother wakes up in the bed where Jennifer Lawrence's mother woke up in the opening of the film. And this is basically resetting um, the the entire story, saying that it's going to happen over and over again. It's a continuous loop, not in sci-fi terms, but in terms of you know the universe of the Earth will always go through this story. And when you watch the movie through this lens, understanding what exactly Aronofsky is saying, the movie becomes very good and really interesting super unique and original and it's just really terrific i think that the weakness of the film is that it's not i mean he he could have hinted at it a little bit better uh he maybe he could have given characters names or something but i think that audiences were just very confused walking into the film and not understanding what he's trying to say with the story is ultimately what turned people off from the story so if you've seen this movie and didn't like it or didn't get it i recommend watching it again with this new perspective and it really changes your your outlook on the film and if you haven't seen it i know i spoiled the film but it makes the experience of watching it better i think this is the rare example of if you know not the twist but if you know what the filmmaker is saying what all the metaphors are it makes the experience of watching the film much better now this movie is crazy graphic violent insane um hard to follow challenging um it doesn't have a strict story but it's very rewarding, and you've never seen anything like it. I really recommend this film. I give it an eight out of ten rating. Uh, it's available to rent only. I don't think it's. I don't think it's free on any streaming service. But I rented it on Amazon Prime. Um, definitely check out Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses. And get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.